0: The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge. $500 in cash and prizes up for grabs exclusively on the SGPN app.
1: Alright everybody, welcome to the Hockey Galley Podcast, all the Sports Galley Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins, joined with our hosts, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight?
0: Doing pretty good here in the uh, city of brotherly love, or if you're uh, a certain Flyers Russian defenseman, the city of not brotherly love, but uh, we'll, we'll leave that alone. Doing pretty good here, coming off a, a great show last time, so hope we can keep it up here for the Thursday slate
2: doing all right over here as well on the west coast uh, it stopped raining for about 20 minutes so that's good um yeah i, I spent a couple hours today just sorting some stuff out looking over all my futures categorizing shit adding stuff up doing uh, a lot of uh secretary work you could say and then i found out that my my total stakeage the, the amount i have staked in um, all my nhl future bets amounts to like 221 units so far so oh, holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> and uh for context I, I i stake like over the course of a week 60 to 70 units so basically the amount of money i spend on the nhl in a month i have all locked up on a uh, future spending <laughs> half of it's like uh the, the point totals right but still
1: true Mm-hmm. Those should come through for you though. Like, yeah, if you got your own model, for Christ's sakes. So I'm sure you're doing just fine, John. Oh
2: yeah, know. a lot of them looking good. The uh, the caller, not so much. They actually bailed on on that market because I think is gonna win it in the <laughs> house. I just unloaded on Veneers. I basically just surrendered. Uh, I'm gonna lose money in that one, but otherwise looking pretty good.
1: Yeah, spend money to make money, baby. Uh, myself, I'm doing pretty good too. I'm so tired. It's been a shitty couple of days in Toronto. The sun hasn't been out for like. 3 weeks it seems like but like it hasn't been cold enough to snow but it's just been this wet cold rain so it's still like like 1 degrees or 0 degrees but it's not like snowing it's just been miserable but that's okay and do you know why that's okay cuz we fucking killed it last show baby we're going to get into that a bit later but before we do Everybody get your ass to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website, man. That's the place to be. Tons of sports going on. We got the division matchups in the NFL this weekend. It's Saturday, Sunday. It's going to be absolutely incredible. There's basketball going on. There's college hoops. There's golf. I think the Travelers is this weekend. That's going to be sick. I already got a bunch of best plays for that. I'm so excited. MMA is doing its thing. Obviously, hockey's ripping. You can find all that information at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. There's stuff going on in the baseball world too. Listen to the baseball show that Ryan's got going on. What's that called, Ryan?
2: It's a baseball money is fake. Okay, listen to baseball money is fake. What's the the story behind that anyway? I have no idea what that means.
0: Well, it was the SGPN Fantasy Baseball Podcast, but like uh, it's it's baseball money is fake. It's just there's no salary cap. Teams are paying players whatever they want to pay them, three hundred million, like like the NBA. uh, the luxury yeah, there's, tax. Life, there's right? just luxury tax. And like the, the Mets owner, Steve Cohen, is a fucking billionaire, as most of these owners are. But he's not fucking pinching his penny. He's going out and buying some players trying to win. So that's what we like to see. Baseball money is fake. Just go spend it.
1: Baseball money is fake because fucking Rogers Media Company laid off 300 employees of the Blue Jays, including myself, the COVID. But meanwhile, they can buy out Tanner Rourke for 15 million dollars. That fucking plug. I don't even know baseball. But uh, anyways, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, Tons of stuff there. Listen to the other shows, man. There's tons of other great shows uh, as well as us. Listen to us, too, obviously, which I guess you are if you're hearing this. But listen to the other shows and read all the articles, too. Awesome work being done by awesome people. Uh as well shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's been popping off. It's been quite the place to be in the past couple days. Lots of new faces, man. That's the most important thing. Lots of new faces. People are winning money. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you're losing out on money and you're losing out on reading everybody's shitty parlays, baby. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Love the Discord. It's absolutely great. It's it's definitely it's definitely got one up on the old Slack. Shout out oh, to yeah, our friends sure. and pals in the Discord. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, uh, we, we, I don't understand how people that listen to the Discord can't understand where to go to. It's simple, sg.pn slash Discord, or reach out to myself or Talon on Twitter, as, as some of you have done. Yeah, a lot of uh, activity there in, in the channel recently. Uh, good to see new people in there, as always. Good to see listener of the, listeners of the show joining the community in the Discord. It's all free, uh, so make sure you get in there. And our giveaway on Twitter, at sgpn. $250 in cash and a $100 SGPN gift card. Uh, we're going to be drawing that on Friday. I'm not sure if we're recording, so it'll either be in the show or on Twitter, but either way, it'll be on Twitter no matter what. So, uh, last chance to get in that at hockey SGPN.
1: We've been pumping this giveaway for over
2: a month. Baby. It has not, yeah, been, o- it has
0: not been over, it's been about a month.
2: let's keep drawing it out so we get more uh jay brock (laughs) and our reviews
0: yeah we're just
1: crushing we're just pimp hoeing for reviews that's what we're doing we're slinging cock for reviews baby um okay boys we touched on a little bit a little bit before the show started there oh my god what a goddamn previous shows for our lock dogs in total we're going to jump into it right now. We're going to start things off collectively as a show. Normally, we'll go individually. Collectively as a show, we went 8-1, and one and we were up 9.07 goddamn units. That arguably might be the best we've done in our history of this show. It's absolutely incredible. Kicking it off, Jolie killed it. He went 3-0, and oh, up 4.06 units. Uh, Ryan went 3-0 and oh as well. Up three point seven six units, and what a shocker. I'm the one that fucked it up, but I still went two and one up one point two five units. Most importantly, like I said, up nine point zero seven units as a show collectively. Holy Christ, that's absolutely incredible. Mr. Meyer, you you're on the lead. you nailed it, buddy. up four units, Giver. What do you got?
2: Yeah, my lock was a, a total here. Didn't see a lot of money lines I liked at the time of recording, so I took the Red Wings Coyotes over six, minus 115. Some might say that I got lucky with this one because uh, it was like one-to-one at the end of the the, the second period. It was like zero zero at the middle of the game, and then there was a, an explosion of goals in the third period. But uh, if you look at the advanced stats, there were four expected goals for the Red Wings, three expected goals for the Coyotes. So uh, it's just because of the... The heroic play of Connor Ingram who faced 41 shots and uh, stopped 38 of them that this game was even close to going uh going under so yeah that was a good bet my dog was the wild in regulation at plus 145 I don't watch wild games so I have no idea what happened in this one but they won in regulation so that one and my total was a little lucky the ducks flyers uh, this is a bit bit more of a, a good beat you could say at uh, this game the, the it was a bit close I mean the, the the Flyers had five expected goals though, so maybe it wasn't. A, at the end, the, the Ducks had almost three expected goals, so this was a good bet too. Fuck that, I'm a winner, and uh, you guys are too.
0: Yeah, that was a four-one game, and the, then the, uh, I think Ducks made it four-two on the power play, and Flyers got an empty net. Yeah, it was it was Kevin a lucky A's ending Patrick.
2: because it was four to one, and then the, the mm-hmm. Ducks got that power play. But if you look at the stats, uh, there should have been more goals, so I'm good.
0: Yeah, I also won three-no, uh, uh, my lock. Toronto Maple Leafs, minus 165 against the Panthers. Never in doubt. They were down uh, 4-2 in the second period. I doubled down. I added some on the Leafs, 1-1.5. They got it done, though, in overtime with uh, Matthews, Nylander. Nylander scored again, so that's my lock there. Uh, my dog, Oilers, on the puck line, plus 155 in, uh, against Seattle. Won that one 5-2. I think that was closer than I'd like it to be. It was uh, 3-2 early in the third, and then... The Oilers pulled away a little bit, and then the Jets. Canadians under six at plus one hundred. Um, I think the Canadians won that one four one Jets uh, low scoring game. Uh, I was also on the Jets, but the under is really what mattered.
1: All right, for myself, for my lock, I had Nashville in regulation versus Columbus at the minus one thirty five. A uh, bit of a tight game, actually, man. It was 2-0 uh, after the second. Uh, Nashville got one about 10 minutes. In, or Sorry, Columbus got one about 10 minutes into the third to make it a 2-1 game, but could not tie it up, so that did hit for us. That's called Preds, baby. Uh, my dog. The one pick on the show for the three of us that missed. I had Detroit in regulation, plus one ten against Arizona. Pretty much fading the Yotes here. That was the play. Uh, Detroit was on the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, to be fair, though, they were winning. I think it was 3-1. Uh, With five minutes into the third period, there was two quick goals by uh, Suter and uh, David Perron. For Detroit to go up three-one, and then right after that, another quick two goals by uh, Arizona to tie it. Hell of a third period there. Uh, anyways, that did not hit. But for my total, I had Edmonton, Seattle over six and a half, sitting at minus one thirty. Uh, seven goal game, man. So uh, what do you expect? You know, we kind of called it from the get-go. Uh, Jack Campbell played okay, but he still let in two, and then Martin Jones just got his tits lit, yo. So that, that's bound to happen. Uh, but more importantly, like I said, collective as a show, I just can't get over this. We were up nine point oh seven units last week, boys. That's absolutely incredible.
0: Yeah, we were just uh, winning our bets. And speaking of WinBet, WinBet is the <laughs> official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. The NFL playoffs are here. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited to state availability. And, of course, if you hit the biggest long-shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at WinBet.com. Must be 20 or older and present, they were play through when was available. If you or somebody who knows a gambling problem, call
1: 1-800-522-4700. So we got, is that good? Mm-hmm. Absolutely sure. incredible. Okay okay before we got a big slate for this thursday we were talking before it's like holy shit! i can't realize how many games there is um now listen before we get into that boys there's something i want to touch on okay something a little bit last show uh, I have to speak out about my actions last show. I, I I had a tough goal, okay? So basically, everybody knows what happened to the Chargers last week, and we blew the biggest playoff uh, comeback in, in the entire NFL history. We got skunked. We got 27 to nothing. Uh, in my defense, I was absolutely hammered Saturday watching that game. I don't even remember the second half. So in my defense, to me, they still won 27 to nothing. Uh, I was absolutely fucked up. I drank three bottles of champagne with my girlfriend. We were crushing mimosas all day. We went out for a beautiful Portuguese dinner. I got a beautiful Portuguese... Piece of octopus shout out odega on elm street in toronto absolutely fantastic came home even more drunk than when i showed up and then just crushed beers all night i don't remember shit. i don't remember being in the discord all night i don't remember anything i said and then i woke up in the morning i woke up about 12 30 i was the most hungover i have ever been in my entire life oh my god i felt like i wanted to die i wanted to jump off the balcony like the champagne bottle i threw off the night before apparently that i don't remember i am so sorry to my neighbors now I might have had some things to say in the discord about a lot of Boston people that were coming at me. And I don't know why I don't know where they were coming at me about the chargers to me, that makes absolutely no sense, but they did. And last show, I had a couple comments. I might have crossed the line a little bit. I might have went over the top and, you know, I heard about it. I heard about it in the discord. I had people coming out on Twitter, calling me a baby and stuff. So I would just like to take this time to say that I do formally apologize for absolutely fucking nothing! You Boston broods, asshole pieces of shit are hands down the biggest pussies I have ever seen in my entire life. I can't fucking believe it. Every time I'm supposed to hear about Boston, oh, we're the big tough ears, We don't take shit from no one. Oh, oh my god, someone's calling out Boston. Oh, someone's calling out the people. And keep in mind, I'm not calling out the team If you have listened to this show this year Every time I've talked about the Bruins, I've called that team The best team in the fucking world And you know why? Because they're the best team in the world Right now, but you fans are girls You are pussies, you are So fucking soft Oh, we're from Tidal city, we're from this and that Go fuck yourself, you fucking Losers, you have no idea, and I tell you What, and Bergeron, and Marchand Retire, and nobody wants to take cheap cuts And Pasternak asks for fucking 12 million Dollars a year, just like McAvoy's getting paid over eight for a defenseman. That's a lot of money. That culture's changing, baby. That culture's changing. Sure, the Celtics are fine. I don't know. When was the last time they won a championship? Couldn't tell you. Because basketballs are for losers. Raptors (laughs) won one, though. Uh, Baseball, maybe the Sox are doing good. Couldn't tell you. Baseball's for pussies. No offense, Ryan. Uh, And look, you're going to go on. You're going to be like, oh, the Patriots. Well, guess what? You think fucking Matt Jones is getting anything done for you? That whole city and all you fucking massholes. You got a rude awakening coming, baby. Just you wait. Your time's coming. I'll tell you what. Your team would be absolutely incredible Credible. You could have had Kyle Connor. You could have had Matthew Barzal. You could have had uh, some other sick people. But you drafted three losers when you had three first-round picks about five, six years ago, and you're gonna pay for it every fucking one of you. And I'm gonna be there to lick up your tears. You are the softest motherfuckers I've ever heard of in my life. Lick my ass. Go fucking kick a tree. You guys are such losers.
2: Oh. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. That's how you do it. Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't say. You know, like I couldn't, I couldn't match that poetry if I had talked about the wild. So, credit to you, man. That was that was, when I need to make a hate speech, uh, I will get you to do it for me.
1: <laughs> now, I will so, say, a lot of people are beauties in the Discord from Boston, so I'll give you credit for that. But you guys got to fucking grow up.
0: Yeah, very well said. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I was worried there for a bit that you were going to actually apologize, and I was like, what, 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 what are we oh, doing? I knew
2: it was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> We don't tell it. Come on.
1: <laughs> and the Leafs are going to go farther than the Bruins. And that nerd that joined the Discord with a shitty H&M shirt and his fucking nerd-ass half-sleeve is going to pay up 200 fucking bucks. All right? I really don't. I, oh, oh, well, he fucking better. He can use some of his shitty fucking nerd parlay money that he keeps fucking posting about to pay me out. <laughs> all right. That covers that. I had to get that out there. But, boys. We got a massive 13-game slate on a Thursday, which is absolutely incredible. It makes no sense, but I'm off all day. I'm going to watch golf and watch fucking hockey. It's going to be sick. Uh, boys, the date is Thursday, January 19th. We got 13 games. Are we ready to rock and roll or what? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh,
1: fucking yeah, Gilbert. Get me fired up. Let's go, baby. Kick your on the docket. First game at the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Winnipeg Jets against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto. Winnipeg on the money line sitting at plus 145. Leafs on the money line hanging out at minus 170. Toronto on the puck line sitting at plus 145. Over-unders at 6.5. Over-sitting at plus 100. The unders hanging out at minus 120. Okay this should be a decent game man uh Winnipeg is on are they playing tonight no they're not so the both teams should be pretty fresh heading into this I'll give I'll say it right now man the Jets always show up against the Leafs they play it hard for some reason they uh they think there's a big rivalry there's really not but they're they're going to be coming for blood here um so i expected this one to be a close game man I, i'm gonna go with the leafs at minus 170 um it's a bit of juice so i don't necessarily love that to me my play here is going to be the under at six and a half sitting at minus 120 um leafs have been giving up some goals lately man but this is this is going to be a tight game and the boys are going to be ready to step up for some reason mark shifley hates the leafs i don't know why um. So yeah, that's just going to be incentive for this team to play well. I'm seeing like a like a three two win or a four two win here. Maybe an empty netter could go either way. Uh, my under is the best play, but I'm going to be on the Leafs, obviously. Let's go, baby.
0: Yeah, I I think the Leafs are, are the better team at this point, even though Winnipeg I think is still first in the West, but uh, it is a bit too juicy there at minus one seventy. I uh, had to come back to beat the Panthers, lost two before that, but. I think Toronto does win this game. I do lean that way, but if if the line moves anymore to Winnipeg, plus 155, plus 160, maybe throw a sprinkle down on that just because they're one of the best teams in the West, one of the best teams in the league, even if that is just Connor Hellebuck kind of carrying them. But yeah, the under, I think, has to be the play, under 6.5, minus 120. Only 13 of the 45 Jets games this season have gone over. Uh, The Leafs are also an under team on the whole, even though they've had some high-scoring games recently. So for this game, the only bet I would possibly make is the under 6.5 at minus
2: 120. Uh, I, I lean that way, too, with the under. Uh, I know Matt Murray had a difficult go in the first period there, uh, getting pulled after four goals and eight shots. So hopefully, for their sake, they get a better performance from him in this game. I expect him to start rather than uh, leading on Samsonov again. Um, and, of course, the, the Leafs are one of the best defensive teams in the league. We, uh, and the Jets play that same kind of uh, defensive style that they have for years so yeah under six and a half here i think is a good look but for the side i mean my line is Leafs minus 145 so uh i do need the jets to to get a bit higher to make this a play because i'm not really willing to back them right now given how uh, hot the leafs are at home these days um yeah i mean i do expect leafs money to come in so that's what my plan is can make Make a a bet on the Jets when it gets up to plus 155, plus 160. Something like that, hopefully. And uh, hopefully the the goaltending advantage uh, spells victory for the Jets in this one.
1: All right. Moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot again here. Oh, this is a bit of a stinker. We got the Chicago Blackhawks against the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself (laughs) is in the city of brotherly love. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, especially these days. Uh, Chicago Moneyline sitting at plus 185. Philadelphia, the money line hanging out at minus 215. Flyers on the puck line sitting at plus 115. The over-under is at six. Both over-under sitting at minus 110. Ryan Gilbert, what's going on in Philly, buddy? What do you see happening in this yeah, game?
0: I mean, I hope it doesn't rain before that uh, sun comes out. There might be a rainbow there over the <laughs> Wells Fargo Center, which, which <laughs> might scare away some of the Flyers players. But either way, uh, the Flyers are, are, are too bad of a team to be minus 200 or more against anybody. Uh, The Blackhawks are a a worse team. They are tanking, but recently they've won for the past five, including against Colorado, Calgary, uh, just beat Buffalo in overtime. They got a comeback win there. So they got the uh, vibes going. Maybe they stole the, uh, the Sabres vibes and the Flyers have something going on in their locker room. I'm sure now after uh, the, what happened on Tuesday night with everything there. So, I think there's value here on uh, Blackhawks at plus 185.
2: Yeah, no matter how much I keep uh, losing money on the flyers, I just keep going back to the well of fading them. (laughs) My my line is only minus 144. That's after significantly (laughs) upgrading them. Uh, I don't understand how they're favored by so much. But I guess they're they're winning games, so the line's going to go up i just can't do it so i'm gonna take the black guys here. i know they're they're pretty much the worst team in the league right now uh expected goals four percent will tell you that expected goals four will tell you that and expected goals against oh they're fourth worst expected goals against so they got that going for them uh that that's what makes it tough here and plus their mentality lately with the the gm coming out <laughs> basically just admitting that they're this is their plan is to lose um so yeah it's tough but plus 185 is just too high so maybe just a small bet on the Blackhawks here, and uh, a bit on the over, too. I mean, the Flyers are supposed to be like this uh, more defensive team, not very aggressive going forward, but uh, they've seen a bunch of over games lately, and like I said, uh, the Blackhawks have uh, well, they also can't score, so maybe that's uh, just a lean to the over for me. Uh, Carter Hart is not the single he was at the beginning of the year, uh, so yeah, give me the, give me the over, uh, but the stronger play, if you can call it a stronger play, Blackhawks plus 185.
1: All right, for myself, I kind of got to go against you guys here, man. Like, I'm leaning Philadelphia in this game. Um, Chicago's absolutely abysmal. Their road record is 3-11-2. This team stinks. We've been saying it all year long. They're openly tanking. They're pretty much an AHL team. You know is going to be trying to just get a win to kind of fucking defuse everything that's gone down the past couple of days. And uh, if you're looking for some numbers, I like Philadelphia in regulation. I'm seeing a minus 135 here. This team, nine of their past ten wins have been in regulation. So maybe there's something to be said for that here. Um, and more so just kind of fading Chicago and trying to find money in Philadelphia at the same time. As far as an over-under goes, I do not have a play. Uh, but I'll ride with my boy Jolie. Let's hope for some goals here, man. Why,
0: why not? If you do like the Flyers, I would recommend Puckline. Their last uh, seven wins have all been by two or more goals.
1: Okay. Okay. There you go. Good insight, boys. I look at that. We're on fire already. Two games into the 13 slate. Moving down again to the 7 p.m. T- or 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Minnesota Wild against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in North Carolina. Minnesota, the money line sitting at plus 140. Carolina, on the money line hanging out at minus 165. The over/unders at five and a half. Uh, that seems kind of low. There's a couple of those on the slate. Uh overs paying off, minus 115. The under sitting at minus 105 here. This Canes team has been a wagon at home, baby. They're 13-5-2 on the season. Minnesota's no slouch, though, man. they got a good road record. They're 12-6-3. They are currently on a three-game winning streak for the Wild here. Uh, I'm seeing we're expecting to see some Marc-Andre Fleury action. That would be kind of interesting. Uh, Canes do have Frederick Anderson back. The injured goat is finally playing. The Swiss, the Danish. Oh, he's Danish, I guess. The Danish pastry is finally getting in between the pipes good to see freddy in action here give me the canes minus 165 man this team is absolutely dynamite here uh when there's first in the metropolitan they got a beautiful record and they're unreal at home you know those bunch of jerks in the crowds are going to be ripping here and that's uh, let's put an end to uh, minnesota's three-game win streak
0: yeah i think carolina has gotten definitely unlucky over their past especially 10 games they're only five three and two despite having the Best expected goals for percentage at 63.5%. Lightning are second best at 60.8%. So, a little bit of a gap there. Um, You know, Minnesota has won three in a row, but they they should have lost that game in 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 Washington. Got outshot, 36-22. Their expected goals for over the past 10 games is the eighth worst. So. You know, you know I, I'm a big Carolina fan anyway, so I think minus 165 here is a, is a good enough price to take them at. Um, Max Pacioretty came back from his injury, went out again. Looks like he's questionable for Thursday. Um, it, it doesn't really matter if he plays even better. If not, uh, I still like the Canes here at minus 165. Um, yeah, as you said, Frederick Anderson's back, which is great to see, but it's also horrible to see for my uh, Kachakov. Uh, Calder trophy bets at yeah. 60-1 to and then whatever he got down to because now he's back in the AHL and, and has no chance.
2: Yeah, rest in peace with that. That's basically <laughs> what what signaled to me that I need to get on veneers now, especially given how well he's mm-hmm. he's played. Uh, he's also McTavish, working, uh, McTavish
0: has a chance, I think.
2: Yeah, True. well, that'd be a bit better. Maybe I surrendered too early, but anyway, um, he's going to be a great player for them for years to come. He's, he's a great defensive player, too. I was hearing uh, somebody say that he's like a Bergeron light already, and then he's in his first year in the NHL, so he could be uh, a great two-way player for uh, the next decade plus. Anyway, for this game, Hurricanes are, like Ryan said, the best team in the league in terms of the expected goal. Four percentage, of course. They they throw everything on net, so that, that stat will get inflated that way, but still, awesome team that way, and um, yeah, I mean, they, they have gotten unlucky, and, and maybe not unlucky, it's just the Fucking terrible goaltending <laughs> they've had from Kachetkov and then Ranta. Now Freddie Anderson is back. He's playing a little bit better, at least better than those two clowns. Um, so yeah, we're we're gonna go with the Canes here. Uh, my not, my line is minus one sixty three, so basically on point here. Uh, just a uh, just a better team here, and the Wild are are not not a great team right now. They're they're eking out wins, but not not convincingly. They are uh, all the way down to twenty first and expected goals four percentage in the last month. So, yeah, yeah, give me, give me the canes here, and uh, I'll lean to the uh, I'll lean to the the under, I guess, but actually five and a half, that's a little short, a little uh, low. And uh, we don't know if Freddie Anderson's up to 100 percent health, so pass on the total, but give me the canes money line,
1: Chris. You had enough time off, you better be all 100 percent health. <laughs> Uh, All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot again here. We got the Boston Bruins against the New York Rangers. game itself is in New York. Uh Boston on the money line sitting at minus 115. The Bruins are on the second half of a back-to-back. They're currently up 3-1 against the Islanders in the third. Uh, New York on the money line sitting at minus 105. The over-unders at 5.5, overpaying off minus 115. The under minus 105. New York Rangers in regulation. New York Rangers puck line. New York Rangers team total.
0: Um... Uh, uh, the the Penguins just lost in overtime, which, which should make, make me happy as a Flyers fan, but I bet on them, so uh, lost there. Uh, this game, Bruins at Rangers, it's a it's a back-to-back for Boston. They're, they're decent on back-to-backs, 5-1 uh, and one on no day's rest, um, and they're just too good of a team to only be minus 115. I'd probably take them up to minus 125 here. They're the best team in the league for a reason. Uh, the Rangers are still getting up there. They're, they're proving themselves a little bit, but I have to go with the Bruins here at minus one fifteen.
2: Yeah, that was a miserable, depressed uh, little segment there with the uh, Pens beating you. Uh, you can tell uh, he actually put money on that. So yeah. We do bet these games.
1: Tough bet, bro. Yeah. I was on them two if it means anything. Don't worry. We'll ride this one together, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I almost bet the Sens, but then uh, the line moved uh, too, too much for them. I couldn't get the plus money. Anyway, for this game... Um, we're going to go with an old play. Have you ever seen a park ranger versus a bear? Oh, no. <laughs>
1: hey, boo-boo. Where's my a, picnic basket?
2: <laughs> 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 it's a 50-50 proposition, but this time the bear gets the better of him, takes the gun, knocks him out, and uh, eats his face. Uh, that's what happens when uh, the Bruins are going to go to New York. Well, they're already in New York because they're, they're beating the Islanders currently. And, uh, yeah, just in the same city here, not much of a disadvantage there. And this team just does not take days off. I mean, uh, I can count the number of games that they haven't shown up for, like, on one hand, on the fingers of one hand. Like, uh, there was the Coyotes game, that random shit, and uh, that's the only one I can recall <laughs> off my memory. But uh, this this team just shows up every game. Even if their top guys don't show up, they have four full full lines, so there's somebody's going to have some juice for this one. Uh, meanwhile, the Rangers are playing good team. They're playing better. I, I do have respect for what they're doing lately, but uh, Bruins are just not at another level right now. I'm getting them at only minus 115. That's pretty much just uh, the, the best price you'll see on them for, for a while, and that's just because they're on the, the back-to-back. And uh, even though they're playing Allmark tonight, uh, Swayman is actually the one who's been playing better in the past month. Um, Allmark is down at 12th in terms of goal save have expected. Slayman is at seventh. So even though uh Allmark had the much better start to the season, slayman has been quietly the better goalie in the past little bit. Uh so yeah, they got a good tandem going, and I think that'll help them beat the Rangers here. And um yeah, lean to the under, I guess. Five and a half, minus one to five. It's just jerking a net, most likely. Uh, yeah, just give me the Bruins here, 15 my number is minus one twenty, so easy play for me.
1: All right, heading down to the 7 p.m. time slot again. We, oh, This game this is almost worse than that Flyers-Chicago game. We got the Anaheim Ducks against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Game itself is in Columbus. Anaheim on the money line sitting at plus 130. Columbus on the money line hanging out at minus 150. Over-unders at 6.5. Uh, Over-sitting at plus 100. The under hanging out at minus 120. I don't even know what to go here. We had a lot of fun with these teams last year, though. We had the Quacks versus the Cannon, so that's always a good time. But We haven't done a Cannon in a while for old time's sake uh, give me the over let's get some quacks and let's get some cannons at six and a half uh, I don't think these teams have played this year so who knows what the hell we're going to happen um, give me the over I don't really know what side fuck it I'm, I'm looking I'm trying to find something I love here the Ducks are terrible on the road here give me give me the Jackets they're 10-14-1 and one at home the Ducks are 4-15-4 on the road so uh, it's not a grand they're on a five game losing streak this game sucks but give me the over give me the Jackets
0: yeah the over is the only bet i made so far in this game over six and a half at, at plus 100 but looking at their uh, recent form they're two of the worst expected goals for per 60 teams uh, overall this season and, and recently but hopefully just offense wins out here with you know Gaudreau, line a Zgris, mctavish and uh no defense on either side uh six straight overs for the ducks blue jackets had three straight overs for their last two games so i think Two bad teams going at it. Take the over. And uh, I do lean to the Ducks on the side here, just plus 130. It should be more of a coin flip game. And the Blue Jackets, this is their third game in four nights, and they've lost their first two. So uh, I bet the over, and I lean to the Ducks.
2: This is a game that's been steamed up for the Blue Jackets, and it's no mystery why the the Ducks are competing with the Blackhawks for the worst team in the league, especially over the past month where they are basically tied for – worst expected goals for and they are the worst and expected goals against so even though my line is only minus 130 for the jackets uh <laughs> i'm not petting the ducks here that's for sure minus 150 is maybe a little too <laughs> steep but that's the way i'd look uh maybe a, a jackets team total over three and a half given how terrible the ducks are defensively and they they, they rely on their goaltending which is very inconsistent with gibson and stolar's so, yeah, uh, Jackets team total over three and a half at a decent number there would be my play for this one. I just can't trust the Ducks to score, even on the miserable Blue Jackets. So, yeah, it's a, it's another bad game here, but uh, somebody's got to win. And I think in this case it will be the Blue Jackets, but uh, I'm not going to be putting too much on that minus 150.
0: All
1: right, heading down to the 7 p.m. time slot again here. We got the Florida Panthers against the Montreal Canadiens. La Habitat de Montreal game itself is in Montreal. Uh, Florida on the money line sitting at minus 230. Montreal on the money line hanging out at plus 195. Uh, Panthers on the puck line sitting at plus 100. The over under has been at six and a half. Over sitting at minus 110, as well as the under at minus 110 as well. Oh, dude, Florida's had a tough year, man. Like, Okay, qu- quickly, we don't got to go too into this, but like uh, to me, it's like between them and Vancouver has been the most disappointing teams of the season. Um, anyways, for this game here, give me the halves at home, man. Let's have a little fun on this play here. They're 10-11-0 at home at the Bell Centre. Uh, Florida's sitting at a 10-4-2 road record. Florida has been decent in the division. They are a 7-3-2 division team. So that's worth noting as well here. But you know what? Fuck it, man. Let's have some fun in Montreal here. Let's go. Now, these teams did play about two or three weeks ago. Florida trimmed them up pretty good at 7-2. So don't go breaking the bank or breaking the bankroll on this one. But give me some Habs action and uh, definitely give me the over at 6.5, sitting at minus 110
0: here. Yeah, I like the Habs here. I would say the Panthers probably are the most disappointing team this season. They're... Not gonna make the playoffs most likely after winning the President's Trophy last year, I believe. So, quite the fall off there after trading uh, Huberdeau and Uyghur for for Kachuk there. And in this one, uh, both teams have ten wins. At Montreal ten wins at home. Florida has ten wins on the road. So, give me Montreal plus one ninety five. Got a half unit on that. I think there's some some value there on the Habs. They've won uh, two straight. Three of their past four against Winnipeg, the Rangers, and Nashville. So. Three pretty solid teams there. Um, Florida is not good on the road. Just had that loss in Toronto. So hopefully Montreal can take advantage and we can get some value here at plus 195.
2: The Habs just came off that uh, nice win over the Jets there. I think it was a 4-1 to game that uh, Ryan bet on the other day. Uh, yeah, you, you mentioned the Panthers too, losing to the Leafs in overtime. A game that they were up, but mostly because of uh, Matt Murray's... Uh, um, collapse there in the first period and uh, early second, I think. Um, but the, the Leafs with a much better team in that one. Panthers are overmatched. And, uh, I mean, my line here is minus 217 for the Panthers. So pretty much in between these two numbers. Uh, so I can't really pick a side. I, I don't know um, if they should be laying that much. But then again, the Canadians are uh, highly inconsistent and still one of the worst teams. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to look to the over, though. I do think that both teams have terrible defenses and that the goaltending is suspect. Habs goaltending may be playing a bit above their level. Panthers, meanwhile, their their goaltending is uh, playing below their level, especially given how much Bobrovsky is being paid and how much uh, hype that Spencer Knight's gotten over his uh, short career so far. Uh, two not good goalies um, in there for the Panthers, and then the Habs are just... Uh, uh, weird, weird team in terms of goalie tending. Uh, so yeah, just give me. Uh, just, we're gonna fade both defenses with the over six and a half here. Uh, I also like the Panthers team total more than the uh, the Habs team total. If that makes a difference, if that makes sense, um, just because I trust the Panthers goal score. I mean, they they are got getting a little unlucky too with their their goal scoring. I mean, they're like top ten team in terms of expected goals for. But they're just not putting the puck in the net. So you expect a little bit of a regression that way. So yeah, uh, slightly in Panthers team total, but the uh, stronger play is the over six and a half here.
1: And this is also an insult to injury game here because the Habs are going to beat up on the Panthers and then they're going to draft an absolute stud with their top ten pick to right. steal from the Panthers too. That's insult right. This is a, this injury. is a game the
2: Canadians really want to win. That's a good Fuck point. Yeah,
1: pour some salt in the wounds, baby. Okay, moving down to 7 30 p.m. time slot here. We got the New York Islanders against the Buffalo Sabres. Game itself is in Buffalo. Uh New York's on the second night of a back-to-back. The Islanders on the money line sitting at minus 105. Buffalo on the money line hanging out at minus 115. The over under set at 6. Over sitting at minus 105. The under minus 115. I don't know what to make of this Buffalo team, man. I've had a tough year betting against them all year long. It seems like no matter what I do, it kind of goes the opposite here. I might, uh who's playing tonight for the Islanders? Is it Sorokin?
0: No, it was Varlamov.
1: Okay. If Sorokin's in that, I might have to go with my boy. This guy's a stud. Um, Battle of the goalies here. I don't love it. So maybe like a little play, like a half unit, a little pussy unit or something on the Islanders here. Uh, Give me the over, though. I'm kind of liking that. Let's hopefully we see some goals in this game.
0: Yeah, I don't really know what to make of either of these teams right now. Uh, Buffalo's lost five of their past six. Islanders have also lost five of their past six, now six of their past seven after going down 4-1 to Boston tonight. But it will be Sorokin tomorrow. Uh, Islanders are five and three on no days rest, so they are capable of winning on a back-to-back. Buffalo is a team though that can just come out of nowhere and and get their offense going with Tage Thompson having a fucking five-point game or something. So I'm this is as close as we get to a pass game for me. I would just lean to. The Islanders, I guess, as the underdog, quote unquote, here, but it's going to be a game where I'm looking at a live live bet, if anything.
2: I have this game as a 50-50 coin flips. so <laughs> uh, yeah, they're they're both basically uh, minus 100, you could say. Um, but yeah, Sorokin could be the difference here. Uh, the Sabers are they're kind of falling apart, especially their power play, which was formerly the, the I think first best in the league at some point. Now it's dropped down to like sixth or seventh, so uh, yeah, they're definitely getting some regression there, and it makes sense given now um, you look at the talent level compared to how they've been performing, and that shooting percentage we've been talking about that would regress, and so it has finally, thank God. And <laughs> but <laughs> on the other hand, the Islanders aren't playing too hot either, so it makes a tough play. But I do lean to the Isles here, even on the uh, the back to back, but the uh, you know New York to Buffalo. New york city to buffalo same state not too far not not too big of a deal plus they got the better goalie in that stroken is uh by far the best goalie in the league this year in terms of a goal save i've expected so he could make the difference on his own and uh uh is uh is kind of falling down to earth himself a little bit so yeah community aisles here and um yeah sabers game you, you lean to the over but like i said that shooting percentage is regressing and we got Sorokin in that, so uh, no play on the total. But give me the aisles here.
1: All right. Ukapeka is still the best handle in the NHL. Um, all right. Moving down to the 8 p.m. Time slot here. We got the Nashville Predators against the St. Louis Blues game itself is in St. Louis. Uh, Nashville on the money line sitting at minus 110. St. Louis on the money line sitting at minus 110. Boys, we got a good old-fashioned pick them here in St. Louis. Uh, the over-under sitting at six. Overpaying now 100. The under minus 120. Jolie, what do you got for us, baby?
2: The Preds are quietly making the best push for the playoffs out of any team right now. I mean, uh, the results aren't always there. They lost to the, you know, the Leafs and the Habs there on that back-to-back, but uh, they've been they've been doing some work here. They they, they narrowly beat the Blue Jackets, um, but it, in terms of their their underlying stats here, if you, if you look at it, they're second in terms of goal uh, say goals, goals uh, expected goals four per sixty in the past month. They are. Third expected goals against in the past month. So this is a team that's doing uh, the little things right. Of course, they're not getting the goal scoring from Matt Duchesne that we saw last year. Roman Yossi hasn't been the, uh, the same guy in terms of point production, but uh, they're doing stuff great, uh, excellently. And UC Saros has finally come to life. He is he leads the league in terms of uh, goals they've expected in the past month. So uh, they're, they're, their stars are finally showing up to the season, and, um, yeah, they're making a great playoff push here. Meanwhile, you know, the Blues—they're—they're uh, they're up and down, up and down, and they're—they're they're still, of course, missing O'Reilly, Teresanko, and whatnot. Uh, just a beat-up team; they can't sustain um, uh, how they're playing forever. So, yeah, at only minus one ten here, I, I love the Preds—just uh, 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 the, the much better team. I mean, the Blues are—what are they? They're like eighth worst in terms of expected goals for, and um, um, yeah, no, they're. <laughs> fifth-worst expected goals for. And in terms of expected goals against, they are, I don't know, not good. Eighth worst. Okay, <laughs> I got it mixed up. They're not a good team. That's the point. The Preds are just uh, playing much better hockey right now. So even on the road here and in a tough building like St. Louis, uh, yeah, St. Louis, uh, gateway to the West, the Preds will get there. And, um, yeah, maybe use a small bet on them to make the playoffs. I don't know what that number is right now, but – this team is in a good form right now and I can see the Avs battling with them to, um, to get that fourth spot in the, uh, in the central or perhaps the uh, fighting with one of those wildcard teams in the Pacific. Yeah,
0: but you know what we got here? We, we got a mud game here. We got the predators in 10th place. We got the blues in 11th place here fighting for a playoff spot. They're they're not rebuilding. They're not going to win a Stanley cup. Like if they make the playoffs, they need something miraculous had to happen to, even make the Stanley Cup final. It's just two teams just stuck in the mud here. Um, close to a pass game for me, but uh, I do like Nashville. Nashville has been better over, or I guess less bad over the past uh, 10 games. The Blues have the fourth worst expected goals, four percentage, despite going six and four. Nashville is up in the uh, first half, at least with the 15th above 50%. So I think in a going to pick them here. I have to go with uh, Nashville, but for a total, I'd probably go... What are you doing in the mud? It slows down. It's an under game here with UC uh, Soros <laughs> finding his form, and hopefully uh, whoever the Blues put out there can stop a few pucks, too.
2: Yeah, I like the under as well, so I'll put that
0: out
1: there. I, I was I was about to say, that's my biggest play in this game is the under. I think Nashville in the past five games have 15 goals, and St. Louis have 14, so these teams aren't really burning the barn down when it comes to goals. Uh, line is at 6, though, so the push might be in play. I wish it was at 6.5. Either way, still on the under, and you boys said it. The Predators are in the mud. This Preds team... They love the slop. Predators love the slop, baby. Give me the fucking Preds sitting at minus 110. So This has been a little bit of a lunch bag let down a little bit these past couple of games here. So let's go Preds on the road, baby.
0: Okay,
2: so moving to the next Avs. Avs up 2 nothing against the Flames Ooh. here. Ooh. We got a ranch and a goal another one like nobody else is scoring for us. <laughs> yeah, so uh, speaking of uh, playoff battles, this is a big one. I mean, the Flames are, are in that war too. It's going to be a fun fight in the West, that's for sure.
1: I can't believe how quickly the season's gone by. We're almost at the All-Star break. Flyers
2: only, Flyers only five points out now after this
0: uh, big streak here.
1: Could you imagine if they get a wild card spot? That'd be incredible. Uh, um, the Bruins
2: be laughing. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, for my luck, they better not. Um, all right, moving on to the 9 p.m. time slot here. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Edmonton Oilers. Could be a hell of a the game here folks we got uh, a game itself isn't edmonton Tampa on the money line sitting at minus 115 the oilers hanging out at minus 105 uh i believe the lightning are on the second night of a back-to-back they're playing vancouver tonight at 10 um edmonton the money is minus 105 the over unders at six and a half over sitting at minus 120 the under at plus 100 i am loving the over in this game a little bit here now brian elliott is confirmed to play tonight which means during this game we will have Vasilevsky probably against uh, probably not Jack Campbell. Who's that other guy? Stuart Skinner. So Stuart Little against fucking the Russian King. I don't know here. Either way, I'm going over in this game. There's tons of firepower. You got Kucherov. You got Braden Point. You got McDavid. You got Dry Settle, You got Hedman. You got Cody Cece. There's some players in this game, folks. Uh, if I had to pick a side, uh, I kind of want to lead. Like my heart wants to go Edmonton here because I want to see McDavid and the boys get in the playoffs and do well. But my brain's telling me Tampa. I'm going with the Lightning here at minus one fifteen, and give me the over at six and a half at minus one twenty.
0: Yeah, the over here I think is my best play for this game. And you just name the Lightning Oilers. It's just it. It seems like an over game. Uh, Edmonton has gone over in nearly two thirds of their games so far this season. Um, so yeah, over six and a half at minus one twenty. Even though it's Vasilevsky, I think uh, Oilers should be able to score at least two or three, and Lightning should be able. To do the same, um, on no days rest, the Lightning are three and four. The over, three overs, three hundred one one push. So not sure if if uh, Vassy started any of those games. But either way here, I like Edmonton minus 105. I think this is kind of a, t- kind of a coin flip game. And Edmonton has the home ice advantage as well as the rest advantage. And uh, yeah, so Edmonton minus 105 as well as the over six and a half at minus 120.
2: The season might be going fast, but I don't know about this podcast. We still have five fucking games left. <laughs> We're in the mud. We're in the mud. Like a We're part. in the slop. His mother was yeah. a mother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Lightning Oilers. Uh, these teams are both playing excellent hockey right now. Uh, right now in the past month, the uh, Oilers are second in the league Expect goals for percentage, which, which you don't see coming, uh, uh, given how, how – uh, bad their depth is and whatnot and their defense and so forth but uh, mcdavid's carrying the team is playing up nugent hopkins has had a great year so the oilers are on form but the lightning are right behind them there too at number three uh brain points come on nikita kucherov is quietly one of the uh the uh, short list of players uh rivaling mcdavid for the heart of course mcdavid will most likely win the heart but uh in terms of the odds, he's right there with Pasternak behind him. So Cooch is uh, playing well too. So that's why this line is what it is: minus one fifteen, minus one five. Lightning on the back to back. So I don't have, I don't have a strong play for the for the side here. Although my my line is the uh, uh, what is it? Uh, it's Oilers minus 104. So maybe uh, maybe a small play in the Oilers. I don't know. But yeah, I agree with you guys in terms of the over. Even with Vasilevsky and Net, it's a back-to-back. And uh, they're already going to be excited by scoring five, six, seven goals against the Canucks tonight. So they'll be all re- revved up to play the Oilers. I mean, these teams are uh, two of the best teams to play in terms of getting your offense going. So uh, the preseason game against the Canucks here, just uh, rev them up for the game against the Oilers tomorrow. So over six and a half here would be the better play, I think.
1: I got one more thing I like in this game. We all know he's a big time player and he shows up for big games. Give me a Vander Kane anytime goal scorer and also give me a Vander Kane first goal scorer. Who knows if that's gonna be paying off? You know, maybe some decent odds on that here. I got a feeling this guy's gonna show up here.
2: Abs are back, baby. Two lucky goals. Three nothing Ooh. abs.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Is Markstrom just playing like shit or what's going on?
2: um yeah <laughs> three goals right. on 11 shots so
1: yeah that's pretty sure i'm not
2: actually <laughs> watching i'm just looking at the
1: Statistically, Statistically speaking, that fucking sinks. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are down to the nine PM time slot here. We got the Washington Capitals against the Arizona State University Coyotes. Game itself is at Arizona State University. Uh, Washington the money line sitting at minus one ninety five. Coyotes on the money line hanging out at plus one sixty five. Uh, Capitals on the puck line sitting at plus one thirty five. The over unders at six, both over under paying off minus one ten. Mister Meyer, what's going on here at the Arizona State University Coyotes Mullet Arena?
2: It's also known as the multi-purpose arena, I just learned. You can see that in the... Oh, really? uh, yeah, I, I saw that the other day. The multi-purpose arena. <laughs> I
1: huh,
2: wonder what else they teams use it for. In
1: it. Because they play two teams.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, the Coyotes uh, coincidentally have gone on a terrible run since the World Juniors when they saw how great Connor Bedard is. Yeah. Um, uh, losing uh, what like nine games in a row, and then they, they finally they won a game, but it was in overtime against the Red Wings, in which uh, they were totally outplayed. So I'm not letting that fool me. The Capitals are the much better team, much bigger team, much stronger team, much more experienced team. And, and uh, yeah, I don't know why this line is only less than minus 200. I mean, my my line is minus 228 for the Caps. So we're gonna, we're gonna back the Caps here. Uh, Coyotes are they're they're uh what's the word the the gimmick is running bad. out in terms of their... yeah they're bad <laughs> they're, they're bad and their 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 home ice arena advantage is is dissipating um you know it was it was seen as a bit of a joke early on but then when these when teams went in there and started losing like the avs and the bruins i think the leafs lost there too um other teams have come in there and realized that they have to actually show up so yeah, give me the Caps here. You can find this uh, regulation price around min- us 115. That's what I played. Uh, but you could also play minus 195 if you please, because I don't think that the uh, Capitals are losing this game. Um, yeah, and uh, give me the under six, too, minus 110. I think the Capitals can shut down the Coyotes pretty well. 3-1, 4-1 game. Um, Darsha Kemper's playing well. And uh, Caps Coley's are actually playing decent, although Vimalco's tunnel totally fallen off the earth. But maybe it'll be Connor Ingram again, and he can uh, put up another 38 say performance. But strong player caps regulation minus 17.
0: Yeah, I came into this podcast looking at this probably as a past game here, just because the Capitals haven't won a lot recently. But they outpl- they outplayed the Wild, they outplayed the Flyers, and their loss there. And we're getting to the point in the season where you, you look at a game, the Capitals are fighting for. A wildcard spot in the east and the coyotes are just tanking for Bedard in the league. So you gotta go capitals here. Uh I don't feel comfortable laying minus one ninety-five because the desert dogs can show up at any time here, but I like the regulation play at minus one fifteen or you know, I am a big fan of the minus one plays. You can get that or minus one twenty five in case you, you want to. You just some, love uh, a good push. oh huh? I, I, I love a good push. <laughs> if, I, if I if I can get a push, if I can just go oh 0 and ten any night, I'm in. Just give me <laughs> give me all pushes. All right,
1: for myself here, okay, I can only speak about my experience when I was in post-secondary education in college, and there was a lot of blow. And what do we know about Evgeny Kuznetsov? (laughs) This guy likes to dabble a little bit in the nose beers, okay? Give me the oats. Kuznetsov is going to be so fucking coked out, just partying fucking sluts and rocking lines at Arizona State University I think the Coyotes are just going to beat the fucking wheels off. Maybe not beat the wheels off them. But give me the Yotes. We got a Kuznetsov Coke game. And I don't think it's going <laughs> to turn out too well for my boy Kubi here. Let's go, Coyotes, baby. Desert fucking dogs.
2: Oh, give me the over one and a half points for Kuznetsov. It's gonna them going to get
1: him going. Could go either way on this yeah. one. I'll tell you what, I have played hockey on Coke. And I was a goalie, so I'll tell you, it didn't, it didn't end up well. But maybe as a player, it's a bit different um okay moving down to the 10 p.m time slot here we got the new jersey devils against the seattle Kraken. game itself is in seattle uh new jersey on the money line sitting at minus 125 seattle on the money line hanging out at plus 105 the over under is a six and a half over sitting at plus 100 the under hanging out at minus 120 here ah devils have been looking good again man they're on a five game winning streak um good team on the road they're 18 2 and 1 on the road this year holy shit I don't love it, but like, how do you not take the Devils in this minus one twenty five here? Give me the Devils uh, as far as over under goes over 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 six and a half at plus one hundred. Brian, this was your game. I stole it from you. You're supposed to go first. My bad.
0: Uh, all, all good here. I, I mean, I agree with pretty much everything you said there. Devils kind of crazy. They're eighteen 2 and one on the road there. Seattle only ten nine and two at home. Um, yeah, Devils. You said it won. They won five in a row. Seattle. Had that big uh, road trip where they won all all seven on it for an eight-game win streak. And they they come back home and lost to Tampa Bay, went to Edmonton, lost that one on a back-to-back. So I think they're running out of gas a little bit. Um, Overall in the season, the Devils are their second-best team in terms of expected goals for percentage. Seattle is in the bottom half, 13th worst. Uh, Of the past 10 games, they're both in the bottom half, but Devils there slightly above Seattle who's the sixth worst Devils right there at 14th worst above 50% so Devils are are just too good to only be a pick 'em here even if it's it, it's more than a pick 'em the 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 line when it, when I wrote these notes was a pick 'em but minus 125 I'd still take them probably up to minus 140 is going to be a bit much but the Devils here you have to take them minus 125
2: uh yeah the uh, the Devils are Kind of fallen off a little bit in terms of their their crazy uh, analytical stats they had earlier in the season. Now they're they're more like uh, above average team rather than just being totally dominant in those metrics. So that's a bit wor- worrying. But uh, the better news is that Vitek Vanacek has has totally redeemed himself over the past month. He is now the fourth best goalie over the past uh, eleven or twelve eleven games uh, in terms of goals above expected. Um, so uh, that, that, that was, that's a good thing for them because he was looking pretty bad there when they had that uh, losing streak earlier on. Um, so yeah, I like the Devils here, but my, my line is only minus 108, but it's just a bad situation for the Kraken after that, that big, long road trip. Uh, they're feeling high on themselves, fat and happy, fat fucking happy fish coming home to their lair. And uh, just uh, eating, eating, I don't know, barnacles and shit. I don't know what they eat. <laughs> 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 but they're fat, and they're sloppy and happy. And then they went to the Oilers there where they they, they lost uh, pretty convincingly. Oilers a much better team these days. So, yeah, now they come back home, maybe they're a little desperate, whatever. Devils, uh, they just cruised over a uh, bunch of shitty California teams. So maybe they they get some stiffer competition here, but at only minus one twenty five I don't mind that still. uh just the, they are the better team in a better situation, and uh yeah, I mean, the Kraken are they they are like the uh, they have the best shooting percentage. In like 30 years, I heard heard that stat the other day. It's like over 11%, which is insane. Jared McCann is their fucking highest goal scorer. That's not going to continue. Martin Jones isn't going to continue getting shut out. So the Kraken are doomed to uh, go back in the depths, get back off this land. Okay, this isn't where Kraken live. Your place is down at the bottom of the sea, and the devils (laughs) will rule the hell, (laughs) or rule the earth again, and uh, definitely in this game.
0: Could the Kraken miss the playoffs at this point? I, I, they, I'm not sure what the odds are, but it could oh. be a, could be a decent long shot bet.
2: They're so up and down. It might be worth it. You just bet both uh, division winner <laughs> and miss the playoffs. Get both, get both <laughs> that plus
0: money, and you win either way.
2: That is such a greasy play. Holy shit. Um. All
1: right. For I guess our no okay. they're,
0: they're plus five hundred to miss the playoffs right now, which seems really
1: high. There, there's some value there. All right, moving down to the 10 p.m. time slot here. We got the Detroit Red Wings against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas. Uh, Detroit on the money line sitting at plus 140. Knights on the money line hanging out at minus 165. Over-unders at 6.5. Over-sitting at plus 100. The under minus 120. Kind of sewering you a bit here, Ryan. We're going to pass on this one over to you. What do you got here, bud?
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, Vegas is one of my secondary or tertiary teams here, so I'll, I'll take them. Uh, been been a tough go for them. Lost two home games to Edmonton and Dallas with uh, Mark Stone out. I think he's a lot more important to to them than these other pieces that have been missing time. Uh, Alec Martinez is questionable now. Jack Eichel's back. Uh, Shea Theodore's still out. Uh, but Detroit's just awful on the road, 7, 8, and 5, so uh, 7 and 13 there. Vegas is 13 and 12. I want to take Vegas. I I think minus 165 is a bit too much for me. So there's going to be another look for a live spot if the wings go up early or maybe take a uh, Vegas in a parlay or or a minus one or regulation and and hope that they can kind of uh, get things straight here against the bad Red Wings team.
2: You like all the expansion teams, eh? you're oh, you're back on the Knights now. There's two of them. <laughs> There's two expansion teams. I love all two of them. Uh, we we bullied you into hitting the Knights. Now you 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 snuck your way back onto them. I see. I see what's Lo- going on.
0: You're Logan team. Thompson brought me back in.
2: Tertiary I've been teams.
1: sucking the Knights dick this year too. I'll give it. You're not alone.
2: Oh, I'm the last one hanging on. Yeah. That said, that said, uh, my line is minus uh, two hundred three for the Knights here. So uh, <laughs> I got I got to back them. <laughs> And the Red Wings are certainly not my team. That's for sure. Uh, this team is uh, dreadful over the past little while. They are, are they uh, yeah, the bottom ten teams per, in terms of expected goals 4%. percentage. Uh, they're not playing good hockey. I know that they had a good game against the Coyotes and still lost. Maybe they, they they use that to generate some momentum for this one. But yeah, they're just a much weaker team. The Knights are. They're not the best shape right now, of course, with their their injuries and whatnot. I don't even know. Um, is Eichel playing I mean, yet? Yeah, Eichel's he's playing. Back, yeah. But Mark Mark Stone is the one that's out, and got a uh, couple
1: guys banged up.
2: Yeah, Shea Theodore, Zach Whitecloud, uh, Carrier. Alton. Yeah, it's is day to day. Yeah, so they're they're in they're tough shape. That's why this line is what it is at only minus one sixty five. But uh, the Red Wings aren't exactly a picture of health either. Uh, still missing uh, Philip Zadina, who was an elite goal scorer, but they did get uh, Robbie Fabry back, so. Yeah, but I don't I don't like how the Wings have been playing lately. So give me the Knights here at minus one sixty five. I think that's uh, I, this is a good spot for them to get back in the winning streak, winning ways.
1: Um, for myself, I'm I'm with you guys, man. Like this seems like some good value here at the Knights at minus one sixty five against Detroit. A, a not a great Detroit team. They're, they're gamers. Don't get me wrong, man. The Red Wings are gamers. They'll show up and they'll play. Eiserman has this team fucking working hard. Uh, that's what you would expect from a Detroit or from a uh, Steve Eiserman. I guess GM'd team here, um, but yeah, give me the Knights minus one sixty-five at home. There has to be some value here, even if they are banged up. As far as over/under goes, I don't really have a play that I love either way. Kind of here, uh, Billy Huso has been good, man. He's been getting peppered. His numbers aren't great, but if you watch him in games, he makes saves. And Logan Thompson definitely isn't the Logan Thompson that we saw to start the year. Um, we saw this game about a month and a half ago, and it kind of went under. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go out and take the under six and a half at minus one twenty here. Uh, Okay, finally, we made it to the last game on the docket. It's the 10.30 p.m. time. Thank God. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm gonna drag it out like this. We have the Dallas Stars against the Los Angeles Kings. gave itself is in L. A. uh Stars on the money line sitting at plus 105. Kings on the money line hanging out at minus 125. The over/unders at six over, sit, or they're both sitting at minus 110 here. Dallas is on the second night of a back-to-back. They are playing the Sharks tonight as we are recording this. That puck's about to drop right now. Um Boys, this Dallas or this uh, L.A. team, man, they've been fucking dynamite over through uh, through January and or, or late December here. I like this team, man. They've been playing extremely well. Phoenix Copley, his numbers have dripped a little bit over the past couple of games, but it's still his record is incredible. He's 12 and 2 and 0 on the year. I think we can expect him to get the start. I believe Ottinger playing tonight, although I'm not sure if that's been confirmed or not mm-hmm. yet. Yeah, he is. It is, so we can expect Scott Wedgwood, I imagine, tomorrow. I love the Kings in this game. I love the Kings in regulation at plus money. Give me Dallas in reg at plus 120 here. There's definitely value of Dallas in the money line at minus 125 as well. Uh, as far as over-under goes in this game, man. Just doing a quick off the top of my head. These teams score goals. Dallas is 7th in the league at offense, averaging 3.44 goals a game. And uh, the Kings are 12th at
0: 3.26.
1: Add those numbers together, you're going over, baby. Give me the over 6, minus 110. But more importantly, give me LA on the money line as well. LA in regulation.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to clarify there because you did say the uh, stars in regulation. money line the Oh, first shit. Time. My so, bad. So, yeah. My King, bad. King, you're on the Kings there. As am I here. Kings minus 125. Um, The stars are... I believe one in five in the last six games on no days rest, including one in three this season, and all four of those games went under the total here. So I'm just following those trends. I think these two teams are pretty even. I think the Kings have an advantage from being at home and not having uh, having played the night before. So Kings minus 125, and then the under six at minus 110 for me. So,
2: so uh, I'm going to uh, wait on this game, you know, because this line will go up once um, Wedgwood is confirmed and all that. But I do like the Stars to win this one with a better number than that, plus 105, mean uh, that the Stars' advantage is that they have an elite power play. And uh, that's why you're seeing uh, these, these games go over and whatnot. Uh, like Talon was saying, both teams have good power plays, but the difference is that the Kings – have the fourth worst penalty kill in the league right now, so um, I think the stars can take advantage of that. And but I, I still like the under though, because the the kings have uh one of the they're definitely below average in terms of expected goals for, but they are fourth best in terms of expected goals against, and uh, stars are something similar like that too. So uh, actually, no, the stars are ninth best in terms of expected goals for. So, uh, yeah, I like the stars in this game and the under six here. I think we could we could get a lower scoring game, but I expect both Lions perhaps to go up, and you can get a better number later on with uh, Wedgwood being confirmed for the stars.
1: All right, boys, holy shit, we made it through 13 <laughs> games. That's massive. What a Thursday, though. This is going to be sweet um all right we're gonna move into lock dogs and totals here quick update on the standings joel is absolutely killing it holy shit he is 35 and 24 as his record on the year this motherfucker is up 11.7 units holy shit good job mr meyer uh ryan's in second place he is 32 and 26 on the year he's up 4.87 units absolutely killing it as well i'm struggling a bit i'm 30 and 28 i am down 1.14 units here we're running out of time. The runway is getting a little smaller, but there's still plenty of room to catch up here for the kid. Uh, it's just your, your two
2: unit plays. It's your locks that are bringing my locks
1: are murdering me. You're right, hundred percent.
2: That's
0: what I'm proud of for me. I, my locks. I'm I'm finally in the green here. Twelve and eight. You're plus the 2, you're 2. the only one.
1: Out, you're the only one out of the three of us is in the positive unlock So that's pretty incredible. Um. Okay, but more importantly, overall as a show, ninety-seven and seventy-eight record. Up fifteen point four three units for our lock dogs in totals, boys. We've been absolutely killing it this year compared to uh compared to last year. That's incredible. A lot of it helps from last show being up nine units there. Uh, but still, we
2: we probably made about uh, twenty percent of what we lost last year.
1: One hundred percent, one hundred percent. All right, all right. We're gonna jump into it. Joel, you're killing it, baby. You're on a hot streak. Keep it going here. Fire us off.
2: Sure, won't keep you guys too long. Uh, Caps regulation on the road against the Coyotes, minus 115. Dog will be the Preds regulation, plus 135 at the Blues. Just a note, too, for these dogs. Sometimes, uh, you know, either it's one of my co-hosts, taking a dog I like, or it's just a smaller slate, or there's just no dog money lines you like. So that's why we take these uh, regulation plays, not because necessarily there's better value on the regulation. It's just because uh, we want that dog price to qualify for this pick. So, yeah, Preds regulation plus 135 against the Blues. Blues are dog shit, and uh, Preds are playing some good hockey, even though the results haven't quite been there. Total will be the Panthers-Canadians over 6.5, minus 110. Kind of wrestling between this and the Panthers team total, but I decided to go here, uh, just given the the terrible goaltending we've seen from the Panthers and their lack of defense. And I think the Canadians can get one or two, and uh, maybe even three to push this total over six and a half. Uh, yeah,
0: for me, I'm going with my lock uh, those New Jersey Devils at the Seattle Kraken minus 125. They're just a, a better team, and I think they're too good to only be uh, this price against the Seattle team. That's kind of running out of steam a little bit right now uh my dog i'm not sure if this is the one that i stole from joel but uh canadians plus 195 at home against the panthers definitely not uh, okay panthers are the uh are about on the road here canadians are, are decent at home so i like the price of plus 195 my total is the stars kings under six minus 110 we just talked about it uh it's gonna be wedgwood for the stars but should be Good low scoring game here, as most Stars games are, especially on the second half of a back to back.
1: All right, for myself here, uh, for my lock, I'm going Carolina money line against Minnesota, sitting at minus 165. Canes are sweet at home. Uh, Minnesota's been good too. Don't get me wrong, this should be a tight game here, but I'm liking the Canes. For my dog, give me the Kings in regulation, plus 120 versus Dallas. Uh, like Joel said, for dogs, you know, we're looking for plus money plays, essentially. Uh, this qualifies. We do like them in regulation, obviously, as well. But I think there's some value, too, at a plus 120. Um, for my total, Leafs, Jets, under 6.5, sitting at minus 120 here, man. I'm expecting a close game. These games are always seem to be a little tight. Maybe like a 4-2 or a 4-1 with an empty net or something like that. Um, but, yeah, so I like the under minus 120 in this Leafs-Jets game. Uh, yeah. All right.
2: One more thing, like just full transparency. I'm not betting predators regulation. I'm betting predators money line. It's just for the purpose of the show, we're we're picking a dog, okay. so that's why it's there. I was like, I bet predators money line. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not hinging on the regulation, but for uh, whatever whatever the listener wants to do, I'm fine with regulation. If you want, just the the better juicy price, whatever. But then you gotta sweat that that uh, last five minutes of the third period if it's tied.
0: So. Uh, just out of curiosity, like, are you not betting any plus odds tomorrow or are you not confident in any to make them a show pick?
2: Uh, I bet uh, the Islanders are plus odds, but like, I'm just working with the lines we got right now.
0: Yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah,
2: I bet the Blackhawks a little bit, but no, that's not a show pick, that's for sure. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, I think that that's it. And I'm waiting on the stars, but I'm not going to pick them right now understandable yeah no
0: but I, I i i like that we are we're fully transparent and we actually are clearly happy or clearly upset as i was when we lose it when we lose a bet or lose a pick <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: okay gentlemen consensus plays what do we got here
0: here we got uh jets leafs under six and a half at minus 120 we have the hurricanes at minus 165 we have the panthers canadians over six and a half at minus 110 we have the Predators Blues under six at minus 120. We have the Lightning Oilers over six and a half minus 120. We have the Devils at minus 125. And we have Vegas at minus 165.
1: Okay, I like that. There's some value there. Uh, pop quiz. Who is leading the league in five on five points right now?
0: Travis Konechny.
1: Jolie, what do you got? <laughs> <Ava> <laughs> <Proverov. definitely> <laughs> it. Eric fucking Carlson.
2: What thirty
0: eight points at five on five?
2: Eight oh yeah, I remember, I remember hearing that. Yeah, what are the what think. are the Norse odds now? I, I wonder. Right now it's a battle between McCarr and Dolin. They're both around plus uh, two fifty, two seventy five for some reason. I guess Dolin's been hot, uh, and then Carlson's right behind them, and then Morrissey.
0: You got Fox in there too. Fox plus. Oh yeah, Fox too,
2: yeah. What's uh, what's
0: McCarr at with? Is it, is it potentially long term or just like a like a short term thing?
2: Stay to day, but who knows what the abs. <laughs>
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: That's pretty crazy, though. Uh, out of those 30 assists I talked about, 21 of them are primary assists. That's pretty wild. Um, okay, boys, that pretty much wraps it up. It's a long show. Let's end this bad boy. Uh, everybody, go check out the Sports Gaming Podcast Network website. There's tons of stuff to be seen there. Uh, big weekend in the NFL coming up, man. Division playoffs, that's going to be sick. Um, NBA's doing its thing. College hoops popping off. Tons of stuff going on for baseball offseason. Tons of signings, all that fun stuff. is ripping. We got golf. MMA's doing its thing. Tons of good shit going on. I cannot wait for that PGA Netflix documentary thing coming out. That's going to be wicked. Um, And shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord. We joke, we play, we get mad, but we have a lot of fun. That's all that matters. And what matters more than that, I guess is actually making a bunch of sick money, baby. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord. Shout out to all of our older listeners that have always been in there. And I don't mean by age, Jeff Gray, Bush Fox. I mean, by lifespan, people that have been in there killing it for since last year or whatever the fuck, even before that, I guess um shout out to everybody new or old and uh most importantly get your ass in the discord man you're you're missing out on some good times you're missing out on some fun banter and you're losing a shitload of money if you're in there baby
0: yeah uh, we're pulling the uh twitter giveaway at, at hockey sgpn on friday announcing that winner um if you're listening to this in an hour and 10 minutes in. Make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed. Look down on your phone, whatever you're listening on. If you're on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network feed, search for the Hockey Gambling Podcast. Subscribe to that. Leave us a uh, five-star rating and review, just like Bears and Blues did. Five stars, the best. These boys are funny as beep and have all the info you need for your wagers. He he put four asterisks there so you can you can choose you can choose shit, you can choose fuck, whatever you're going to put there. You, you, it's a it's a Mad Lib, Mad Lib, review there I guess from Bears and Blues. Uh, <laughs> appreciate that one there. Uh, yeah, talent, I saw there's a, a a tennis Netflix documentary I believe from last uh Australian open that's out there now so if uh okay. Joel or anyone any uh tennis fans out there listening are interested in that and also uh talent what do you, what do you got this weekend in uh PGA I need I need something to tell
1: Okay, what do I got right now? Let me look I have shit let me pull up my let me pull up my account because I got like five or six bets here. Um do 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 why won't you load? Please load it's loading. Yes, I'm fit to play. I hate that they
0: ask you <laughs> Are you, you fit to so play? Much. No, but I'm going to play I know. Any- uh,
1: so I only go for l Ray winners. I got John yeah. Rom, Scotty Steffler, Patrick Cantlay, Cameron Young, uh, Sam Burns, and well, good old Whiskey Mitts, Willie Zalatoris, baby. Also, I might sprinkle uh, a couple units on Tony Finau as well. All
0: right. I, I may uh, message you on the side for those picks, but uh, I-, I will definitely be tailing some of them. <laughs> I, I tailed the uh golf gambling podcast last weekend they uh i might check those w- with yours and, and if you agree on i need to just take those right on they,
1: man. They're, all, they're, just... all,
0: they're
2: all they're always hitting uh the big winners there well just don't the tell, don't don't tell them the co-host's name though
0: oh no it's uh something <laughs> capper i don't know what it is something capper, Toronto yeah, capper. yeah
1: exactly yeah exactly <laughs> One Massachusetts capper, for Christ's sakes. Um, <laughs> all right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. You can also find me dipping my nutsack in the proverbial pussy mellows of
0: everybody from Boston. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm
2: Joel Byron. You'll find me researching what uh, the mythical creatures Kraken eat because I'm pretty sure it's not barnacles. <laughs>
1: I'm just fish, no.
2: Probably, but uh, I don't want it to be more specific, but I'm not a fucking marine biologist like uh, George Costanza. <laughs> it might be sharks. It might be a few sharks. <laughs> Kraken versus Nose. the shark, but uh, the orca reigns supreme. <laughs> All right, peace.